Okay, bows and bow ties. Um, welcome back to my channel. This is the Black Opinionated Woman here, also known as a bow. I'm going to wear my blue blockers today because um, I've been staring at computers a lot. And I find when I wear my blue blockers, I sleep better. At least maybe it's psychosomatic. I don't know. But, um, you know, that, that's just where I'm at with it. So look, and I actually do have prescription glasses that are similar to this as well. Um, I just want to talk about um, the whole pick me attitude per se. Um, and I feel like maybe as a community, maybe we need to start embracing this whole pick me attitude. <laughs> now, I mean, I don't want people coming for me, right? I don't want people coming for me. But I feel like with the community that I belong to, I mean, we all belong to several communities, right? But the community that I belong to, I feel because we don't have any standards, I'm at the point where a long time ago on my regular podcast, when I was doing just podcasts before I started YouTubing and then uploading these to my podcast, shout out to my podcast, um, I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine a long time ago, and he talked about we need to start shaming people. You know, I still don't agree with shaming people per se, but I do feel like you can apply pressure to people without shaming people. Um, and let me just get on to my talking points. Look, these these there's no facts behind this. These are my opinions. That's why I'm the black opinionated woman. Okay. Now, if you want to get a much more higher level conversation or um, intellectual conversation, there are other channels out there that will do that. But these are my opinions. So. One of the reasons why I said we need to adopt more of a pick me or should we adopt more of a pick me attitude? And I think a lot of it has to do with, I have notes all over the place. You could tell I just <laughs> threw this together. I do think a lot of it has to come from us separating ourselves from some of the shenanigans, right? At this point, I know a lot of people would like to point out, oh, you're just trying to engage in respectability politics. I'm like, well, look, that is not my goal. However, I am not as delusional to think that we don't operate within this world. Okay. So I think in order to gain opportunities, we have to be palatable to other people as well. But let me just get into my point. Number one, I do feel like, I hate to say it, but it's almost as if we need to start elevating ourselves. <laughs> now, when I say elevating ourselves, it's not so much as saying, I am better than you or anything like that. But it is okay to say, hey, look, I am another alternative. Why don't you consider me? You know, and I know that's a very pick me. It's like, I'm better, I'm better. I don't know. It all depends on what you're looking at. But when you have more people presenting an alternative to the shenanigans we have going on right now, whether it's in music or in education or in this, I call it the bad rap culture, right? Because rap in itself isn't bad until you make it bad. It's like with anything, you can turn it bad. But when you present another alternative that's like, okay, well, look, I'm not engaging in talking about, you know, 
weapons and gun culture and, and sexual promiscuity. You know what I'm doing? I'm talking about, I, I, I don't know, hiking mountains or whatever thing you're into, right? I think when you present another alternative and you say, hey, everybody, take a look over here too. You know, when you start presenting another voice, when you say, look at me, why don't you pick me instead of that, right? So I am another alternative, you know? So in in essence, it almost does make you a pick me, right? When you say, hey, look at me, I, I'm not that, I am something else. I am an alternative. I think when we start to do that at such a grassroots level, okay, I think what happens is that will pick up steam. It becomes almost synergistic. Oh, I didn't realize I had a comment. I have a comment. <laughs> hey, long time, no see or hear. What's up, Derek M? So, yeah, I think what happens is I feel like in our community, we maybe we need to have more pick me's. Now, like I said, the, the way that we use it is demonized, and I get it because you don't want to be a pick me. But I'm feeling like collectively, maybe we need to start. We have to elevate ourselves at such a grassroots level because at this point, it has to be inside of us. Like, oh, you're in town? Oh my goodness, I wish I had known. <laughs> I have to do something tonight. Oh my gosh, hit me up, chat me or text me when I'm done with this live. So um, this is the thing. If we don't have this within ourselves, right? If we don't have this within ourselves, we can't at a grassroots level promote anything. Because what's in us right now is all of this bad culture, this culture of not wanting to be intellectual, this culture of sexual promiscuity, um, this culture of failure, right? So at this point, I feel like it has to happen at a grassroots level. We have to start individually. <laughs> I used to think this is, has to be in mass, but I think right now we have to pour, I think from ourselves, we have to like figure this out internally. And then you, I think it has to take on at such a grassroots level where people are starting to present something else. They're saying, look at me, I am an alternative. Look at me. I don't want to sing and rap about this bad culture. Look at me. Hey, guess what? Not all of Black community stems from violence or, um, 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 I guess, being food insecure, poor, whatever, right? And it's not to say that they shouldn't have a voice, but, you know, there are people who can have a voice and not have to promote certain parts of that. Do you understand what I mean? So I feel like at some point we have to elevate ourselves. We have to be, I think, pygmies within the culture. Because right now what we're doing isn't working. It is not working. Okay. So let, let, let me let me just say this too. I think because we've just gotten into this bad cycle of, of shenanigans. I feel like we are practicing learned helplessness. Now, there have been things that have been put in place to help that along, right? Like there are things that have been detrimental to the community, but also as a community, 
we have been living in an environment in such a way, like we've all learned what learned helplessness. Maybe we didn't name it, but we've heard the stories about when you cage a bird and then you open it up and then what happens? It doesn't want to fly out because they're like caught up in being in that cage. Um, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, examples like that. But I feel like at this point, we engage in a lot of learned helplessness and some of it has been systemic, but some of it is just that it's choice. Right. And so, yeah, I'm probably going to take some body blows for this. I'm sure there'll be some salvos um, delivered my way. Like, how dare you say that? I dare. These are my opinions. They're all the way my opinions. Okay. I want to move on to something else. I think where we need to start being pick me's to is we need to start choosing excellence. Um, I'm, I was seeing somewhere, I think it was on TikTok, as you know, I'm on TikTok a lot. Now people are pushing back on the notion of black excellence. So instead of demonizing this thing called black excellence, why don't we shape the narrative around black excellence, right? Because I know a lot of people feel like, well, why do we have to call out black excellence as if black isn't excellent? Well, right now, much of what we are putting out into the world, even though we know there's a lot of Black excellence, and I say that with earmarks or quotations around it, um, the fact of the matter is what we are presenting on a world stage is not excellent. So now it's like we have to go out of our way to call out Black excellence. And now, and, and, and it's so strange because when you listen to people, now we want to demonize this thing called Black excellence. So I feel like at this point, much of what is being presented on such a world stage is is not what we consider to be Black excellence. Much of what we are allowing ourselves to be exploited for deals in a lot of sexual immorality, um, violence, and that type of thing. Just this, this awful culture, awful culture. And then what happens is when you try to push back on it, you have a bunch of people who will say things like, oh, you're just trying to engage in respectability politics. You're just trying to please, I guess, you know, people who, who are in who are dominant society. I'm like, well, there's multiple things that can be true. Some of it that is respectability politics, because at the end of the day, we have to move in this world. But number two, some of it, why can't it just be we just have some standards for ourselves? Like people are making these statements as if like we don't exist in in this worldwide culture and we do influence culture. But people, when I say things like we have to choose excellence and we want to show this excellence, now we're in this business of shaming black excellence because they don't like the way it's starting to look. Right. And I say, why don't we shape that narrative? I think. There is a way of promoting Black excellence without shaming. People will internally shame themselves. I'm going to give a really, it's not even, I'm just going to give an example. I feel like if we start to, I'm trying to think, I'm just going to make up a scenario. This is probably not a really good example. Let's just talk about the music. When we stop making the bad music, those who are in power can't promote something that's not made, right? And for the few who might engage in that, 
when we start just not purchasing it and we start speaking up as well, like I said, is a form of public shaming, but saying like, this isn't what we want. And then we make alternatives to that music, right? When we are consistently and continuously doing something that is an alternative. And we say to other people, like, hey, look what I'm doing. You want to hear me sing about bunnies and rainbows or whatever it is? I don't know, right? When you continuously do that, right? What happens is other people are going to get exposed to, to such music and behaviors and that type of thing. And when you have people doing it, it's internal. It's something that people start doing and that picks up steam. And then eventually it can be promoted en masse, right? But I feel like we don't have to go out of our way to say, you're bad. What we can do is say, hey, look at this. And we do that and, and we are, we, we're doing that like, like consistently and we're doing it like all the time. And when people start to promote the other thing, it could be from us internally at first, right? What happens is now that becomes a de facto standard. Now, I know this is all pie in the sky and it's like rainbows, right? That's why I continuously say this is my opinion, okay? This is not meant to be an intellectual think piece. But what I will say is when you are actively choosing something else and talking about something else and you are, in essence, quieting the other part by not engaging with it, that in turn is a form of pressure, And those who want to make money at the end of the day, when you're looking at capitalism, they're going to go where the current zeitgeist is of of the moment, right? Where, where, Where we are, what the moment is, what the momentum is, what the culture is saying. We have to start being more of a pick me in terms of like, well, I don't listen to that kind of music, right? How about listening to the music I have? This is not that. This promotes this. Why don't you try me, pick me? Don't you want an alternative? I am an alternative. Don't you want an alternative to this? And most people want to be associated and attached to something good and popular and profitable and all these things, right? So when you start presenting an alternative, like, well, have you considered this? Because I am doing this, right? And instead of extinguishing something where you can promote your own at this point, I feel like we got to be pick me's. We got to be a community pick me, a community of pick me's. That's how we're going to grow from a grassroots situation. I want to talk about separation from the negativity, which is basically what I was talking about when we're choosing excellence. There's there's a difference between choosing excellence in terms of like I'm choosing to be a rocket scientist versus separation from negative negativity, which is I am choosing not to promote sexual promiscuity. Okay. There is a difference. And what I am saying is oftentimes in our community, we will co-sign negativity. I want to just stop right here for a second. And I want to point out, just look at what we do with our celebrities, our, our male celebrities. We have a community of people who would rather say free Bill Cosby or R. Kelly or whatever versus saying you shouldn't have done these bad things. Do you understand the difference? So what happens is we have a community of people who would rather say because they did not receive the same uh, punishment as those who don't look like them for for all these crimes or alleged crimes or whatever, then they shouldn't get it either. And I'm like, no, 
if they did a bad thing, if they've been convicted of a bad thing, or if they have proof that they have engaged in bad things, just because other people have not been brought to justice doesn't mean that they should be exonerated from doing these bad things. What it just means is we have an unjust justice system, right? It, what it means is these other groups should also be held accountable for their bad behavior. But see, in our community, what we would rather do is um, hold on to the negative, right? No, no, we, we free every. These are not good guys. They've done these bad things. And they were getting comments but like, see, you don't know everybody. I'm like, so everybody is wrong. We will do things like say, like, see, they should have done that. What about the statute of limitations? All these other things. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't um, think about what's happened, you know, legally and stuff like that. Right. But what I am saying is, it's like we will have people who would rather co-sign bad behavior in the vein of I want everybody to be treated the same. And I'm more on the lines of if you've committed or if you have done something bad, you should be held accountable for it. That is separate from whether or not other groups of people have created something bad and simply have not been held accountable, right? Anyway, nevertheless, the point I'm getting at is we need to be more of a pygmy. I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but we need to be more pygmies. Because at the end of the day, we need to separate ourselves. Like, no, no, we're, no, we, we don't co-sign this in our community. We don't like when people are engaging in these types of behaviors. Right? What we do is we should elevate those who are engaging in good things and doing good things. Instead, we would rather attach ourselves to these bad things. There were people who were literally, it was so disgusting. There were people who were literally in denial about like the Tory Lane situation. I'm like, if he didn't do it, then he needs to say who did it. But they would rather co-sign and promote a ding who chose to use his weapon, not just on a woman, on a human. It's crazy to me. It is crazy to me. So where I'm going with this is we need to start feeling like we're picking. He's like, no, I don't, I don't associate with that. This is what I do associate with. How about we, we talk about this? This is just not what I'm up. I, I'm not here for that. So when people now, I'm at the point where I used to be like, don't call me a pick me. I'm at the point now, I'm like, you can call me whatever you want. I don't care. I don't care because I'm not engaging in the shenanigans. But let me move on. Let me talk about for a second what it would be like if the community at such a grassroots level started to demanding more for themselves and ultimately wanted to support the community. That's going to have a synergistic effect because voices, when they're amplified, they're amazing. They're amazing. Look at what happened during the civil rights movement. You know, we are not the the majority in this population. I know a lot of people want to pick apart a lot of things in the civil rights movement. The civil rights movement wasn't perfect. But when you have a group of voices that that begin to amplify, that begin to amplify. Let's take a quick break. 
The heart behind the I'm On podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. I think also when you have a group of voices that begin to amplify on something else, let me tell you something. At the end of the day, when people talk about being pick me's, and I know I'm not using this cleanly, that the whole pick me jargon, but when you talk about being a pick me, I think also too, people like to make it seem as if like competing in a negative way. I think competition is good. Competition is good. Competition is good, especially when we're young. Now, when I look back at my youth, I exhibited some pick-me behaviors. I absolutely did. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how to name it. I didn't know. Nevertheless, back when I was younger, I was also competing. I was competing. When I was younger, I hung out with a lot of men, too. Now, I chose a profession that was male-dominated. I went to schools that were primarily male. And then I joined the military as an Air Force officer. And so I was in a very competitive career field. And so I worked with a lot of men. And, yeah, you have to be competitive. And then I left the military after five years. And I remember joining the um, the workforce back in my fitter, finer, younger days, back when I was, like, a little bit slimmer and I was just cute and you know what I mean? And you dress cute and all that good stuff. Right. And I remember I wanted to like most young women, they want to be deemed attractive and palatable. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just think that the only time I don't like it is when you try to extinguish someone else in order to light your own. Right. But where I'm going with that is when we as a group of people get our act together internally and now we can start to work in unison, our voices will amplify, will be very synergistic. Let me tell you something. When you see a culture moving in a direction and those people who are not moving in line with that culture, they begin to police themselves. You know, people don't like to necessarily always want to be the outsider, right? They might look along and they say, you know what? This is what's susceptible in society. This is what's susceptible among these group of people. If I want to remain in good standing with a group of people. And when they are not, they tend to weed themselves out. They fade away. I think when we can get our own internal self-esteem together, there's a reason why I keep telling people, y'all need to go get some healing. Y'all need to go get some counseling. Women and men, at least the women are starting to do it. The men need to go get some counseling. I've never seen a bunch of men get up on a bunch of podcasts and talk about women all day, every day. They think they don't need women, but they do. They need them in almost every aspect of their lives. That's all, women stay on men's mind all the time. That's why they have a whole bunch of podcasts talking about them. It doesn't even have to be true half the things they're saying. They need them to make money. 
They need to talk about women and to interact with women in order to make money on these whacked out weird old podcasts. I said what I said. Anyway, competition is good. Repetition is good, too, because I think it starts to sink into the psyche. They say that, you know, you have to hear something a certain number of times in order for it to stick. And the first time you hear hear something, only 70 percent of it sticks or something like that. Anyway, where I'm going with this is like we need to be more have more of a pick me mindset in our community at this point. We need to be more like, "Mm, no, I'm not like them. I'm like this. You didn't say anything negative. All you said was like, look at me. I'm not like that. People can infer what they want. I am like this and I like this. No, I, I don't get down. Like, no, no, thank you. I know I was selective. Even when it came towards mates. Even when it came towards mates. A lot of people will say things like men don't care about your, your money and stuff. And generally speaking, that's true. If they have money, men who have money don't care about your money. But men also, the ones that I have seen who are really doing well, they want women to do well. Whether they choose to remain, you know, that way or not. They want that. Because usually when they don't need that, they don't care either way. And they won't extinguish your fire. And let me tell you something. What I've learned from men who are wealthy or who are doing well. Now, I want you guys to listen. This is what I have learned. This is just from my collection of experiences. And if you don't like it, it's okay. Especially those who are you know, billionaires. What I've learned is generally speaking, as much as men like looking at TNA, stuff like that, when they want to pass on like a legacy or something like that through their progeny, I think that they want women who are intelligent enough that can do that, that can support those goals, that can help educate their children. When you look at what these major familiarities, <laughs> like look at the women that they're choosing. These aren't dum-dums. Most of them, at least not the ones that we see on TV. Now we're going to exclude our bad rap culture and stuff like that, right? I mean, you look at what, what our entertainers and, and athletes and stuff are doing, right? It's it's embarrassing. They, they don't see it for what it is, and they support their own brotherhood of degeneracy. But when you look at the ones who built something, these they, they have educated women. They have women who, who understand the assignment. And they make sure they give them offspring that understand the assignment. When you look at the ones who are maintaining all the wealth in this country, your Rothschilds and all these whatever. Look at what's happening in their family and how their kids are educated. The wife is educated on certain things on how to move things, right? Look at what's happening. So that that's what I find. Anyway, you want to have a shift in paradigm thought. You want to the the, the 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 thought process of how we operate today, we literally are so freaking embarrassing. We would get out here and talk. We were, They're literally talking about modern women. And these men, and I don't like to bash the dudes, but we got to call a thing a thing. I'm like, you guys are like, not even like major earners. What are you building besides this podcast following? 
We've got women out there shaking their behind and then they want to be treated like a lady. I'm like, what about that says lady like? Like, it's crazy to me. All the women want to be baddies. Well, so do I. Don't get me wrong. But like all the women want to be baddies. They they want to get out and twerk on stage and, and wear no clothes. And don't get me wrong. I walk around. Well, I won't come on here like that. But in my house, I wear what I want. I mean, within reason, right? I'm not wearing pasties and a thong. But I'm just saying that we've got a group of people out here who think that they're doing it. Our conversations are so gender war specific. Like most of the stuff that's out here, I'm like, y'all are ridiculous. We don't talk about anything. Most of our channels are stupid. It's like on hair, modern womanness. I don't even know. I've been, I, I try to keep a few people in my timeline because you want to keep your, your finger on some portion some pulse of the community. But a lot of the things I try to listen to, the, look, if you guys understood what's in my freaking TikTok timeline, I should share. Um, I should bring it up and share my screen, but I don't feel like it. But like, it's literally on lions, um, animals in the wild. Right now I'm on rush TikTok, you know, like with, with all the schools are rushing, looking like, like, you know, where they rush for these sororities and fraternities or whatever it is and their outfits and how much they're spending. I like anything to deal with. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. But the point I'm getting at is we need to shift our paradigm of thought, right? Like we can't conti- we can't continue to promote promiscuity, sexual promiscuity. We can't continue to promote being a dumb dumb. Like there's there's men now who are going out of their way to try to convince people why going to college is not good. Because what if you're in debt? That's what they're saying. Like, this is what we're promoting in the community. We've got people who are content with having a lack of ambition. Ambition doesn't always mean bajillionaire, but there's like a lack of ambition. We've got people telling people, like you have people like, promoting mediocrity. You've got people like Tyler Perry saying to women that you should be okay if all he can pay is a light bill. No, sir. No, ma'am. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That is not okay with me. That is not okay. Anyway, like I said, if we start being personal pick me. Oh, I shouldn't laugh at myself. But when we start being personal pick-me's, it will have such a grassroots type of thing where when I mean, people have a sense of pride for themselves, they want more from themselves. They want to have a sense of ambition. They, they, you know, and they're like turning away from the shenanigans, right? Because it's so easy to get a black person at this point. Yes, I said it. All we got to do is put on a cute beat. We just want to clap it up. Hey, look, me too. I mean, you know, I'm susceptible. But all jokes aside, like you just throw a beat together and it doesn't matter. We can we can have something in the lyrics that's so ridiculous and we don't care what we're singing. There's a reason why we got a whole bunch of silly people out here giving up their last dime to go see Beyonce in the same tutu, I mean, the same leotards. Doing those same dances, flipping her hair. 
that's what we're doing. We got people who are lining up in droves, <laughs> spending their last dime, and having these people would not pay their rent instead of investing that money or paying off a bill, whatever. This is what people are doing. And then they want to complain about how they don't have enough money and they want um, 45 to, to sign more stuff. Trump. To say, I'm like, you literally dropped 1K on tickets for a chick who doesn't care about you. You don't hear about what she's even promoting half the time that's beneficial to you. And people are going to want to say, oh, well, she does it in a private. I'm like, but she's publicly taking your money. She's publicly taking your money. And you guys are dumb, dumb enough to continue to give it to her. Hey, I said what I said. The way I look at it is if we start coming up with some standards, what did I have on here? We need to start coming up with some standards. And if we if we have if we elevate our standards, they become the de facto standard in the community. If we start changing how we want to be perceived, people saying, oh, we shouldn't care. I'm like, the fact of the matter is we do have to care. We should care. We should care about our image. I don't know where people are coming from where they think that it's okay not to care about your image. I'm not saying that you have to completely whitewash yourself, but what I am saying is we need to care about our image. Oh, I got to let him know something. Whoops. I, I, I accidentally hung up on my husband. I'm getting ready to get off anyway. Um, we need to care about the music that we put out. And I'm not saying that we should get in like engage in 100% of respectability um, politics, but I'm like, we should care of how we, how we are perceived. We should care. So nevertheless, um, I think that we should talk about how it's not wrong to want to push for success. Right now, we, we need to engage in some level of respectability for ourselves. We need to push for being, um, change the narrative of, of what does success look like. We need to start pushing for things like how do we build our own foundation, our own foundation of things like build our own factory so we can make, we can promote our own shoes. I don't know. We seem to be into shoes. So why can't we build our own something for shoes? You know, call them Fikey. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, that's just my thoughts on it. I feel like we need to start being little pick me's. I know when I was coming through and when people were doing certain things, I was like, well, no. And I, like I said, I, I, I didn't realize at the time how I was really like extinguishing the fire of other people. But nevertheless, I had a set of standards for myself. I was like, no, I'm not like her. No, I, I don't do that. No. I'm like, no. I mean, I was like, I grew up where like if people were wanting to pick me up or something when I felt comfortable enough from to come to my house, I'm like, you're going to get out of your car and walk up to the door and you're going to ring the doorbell. You won't. I remember one guy was on the job one time and he was trying to grab my attention. This was a few years ago. He was trying to grab my attention about something. He was a dumb dumb anyway. He was a black guy. And he was like, hey, yo, shorty. And I just ignored him. I'm like, who is he calling shorty? And who is he yelling at in a professional environment? So I kept ignoring him. He was in his feelings about it. I was like, I don't know who you think you're talking to. I don't know who you think you're talking to. That works in your environment, but it doesn't work for me. Like ever. I did not grow up like that. (laughs) I was like, who's shorty? I'm like, not this one. He's like, oh, so it's like that. I'm like, it most most definitely is like that. It, It is. 
you know, especially when I was dating, you have to have standards. <laughs> but not only that, it was like, I think for me was I wanted more for myself. I think the community needs to want more for themselves. And I don't think there's anything wrong with caring about your image in front of multiple people, because the fact of the matter is the community is still on a worldwide stage. We do influence culture, but don't we want to influence other things that we want to influence trends in terms of medical intervention? I mean, innovation and science and that type of thing. People don't understand how race does influence technology. We have a whole group of people, the blackity black blacks who have no idea how, how, race influences technology or medical advancement. They have no idea. It doesn't even compute, pun intended. No idea because we are okay with co-signing mediocrity and loserness and failure and sexual promiscuity. We are okay with promoting bad rap culture and and promoting violence and stuff like that. I said what I said and people don't like it. I did a whole series on music where I said that music does contribute to violence and that type of thing. It does invoke emotion. It absolutely does. Because if it didn't, then you can't tell me when you hear a love song that it doesn't invoke a certain thing or when you hear a gospel song or whatever like that. When you want to go work out, you don't go put on Total eclipse of the heart. No, you don't. You don't. You put on something that's got like a little beat to it and you're like, you know, you're getting into it. You can't convince me that it doesn't. And the things that people are saying. And let me tell you something. The more you utter the words of something, you keep saying it, you start to believe it. You put it in your spirit. I said what I said what I said. Anyway. All right. I think we should all be more pick me's. Y'all can get mad at me. You are allowed to be mad. What else did I say on here? Oh, yeah. We, we need to start encouraging education. A lot of people think, oh, no, you can just be a skills person. Let me tell you something. I think you absolutely can be a skilled tradesman. But I still feel like we need to continuously still push education. And I'm telling you the reason why. People think they, they don't get it. There are systems. There's education systems. Financial systems, economic systems, computer systems. You see where I'm going? You need to understand methodologies and systems. If you want to make a change, you got to understand what it is currently. We have so many people who think it's okay. Everybody wants to be the next rapper and reality star. Everybody's got the same BBL, the same um, wigs with the, the, the weird, the, the edges and, and, and eyelashes that look like plates. No one is learning the other stuff. I'm just saying no one. So that's why I said we need to be more pickings. We need to start looking at people like, Hmm, you didn't chose to learn something, a skilled trade or get educated. Hmm. Oh, so I'm not like that. And I don't talk to men like that. Like, I know I was like that. I was a straight up, you know what? I was like, mm, no. No, because there's a certain standard that I want to live by. Instead, we are promoting mediocrity. That's what we promote. We need to start being pick-me's. People will start to internally shame themselves for not doing better. I I said what I said. So, all right. Um, 
y'all let me know what you think. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to make somebody mad, but it's okay. It's all the way okay. <laughs> all right, let me get out of here because I need to go dry these other clothes. Have a good one. Leave a comment too. Leave a comment. <laughs> and subscribe. Bye.